Hello, and welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez, and it's just me today. I'm all by myself, because for the last few episodes, the last couple of months, I've been sort of hinting and playing around with the notion of talking about the specific episodes of the TV shows that are based on the books we've covered. And I wanted to touch, go back in time a little bit to a couple of the books we've covered and talk about the television adaptations of them, specifically the way they were adapted for the PBS series. Now, if you look at the original 1985 Saturday morning television show versus the PBS series, the line between it's based on a book and Ooh, the book came out just coincidentally around the time of the show, so we can say it was based on a book is is weird and nebulous. So there's books based on episodes of the show, and there are episodes of the show that seem to have been turned into books around the same time the show was coming out. So it's a chicken or the egg thing, and the, the books that it's based on are all more action-oriented and mystery-oriented and fun, slapstick-oriented than the than the first time reader books that we're used to. Um, there's a few that are based on first time reader books, but you really don't delve into those until you get to the PBS series. So, as we look at these first couple of books, we're looking at the adaptations that were done in the early 2000s for PBS. And now initially, I wasn't going to cover too much of those because there's a grotesque number of episodes. I didn't think I'd be able to do the whole series. but Oh, and I also wasn't a fan of it because what I had seen of it, the characterizations weren't as accurate, the the sense of the sort of anarchic spirit of the Saturday morning show wasn't there, the the Cubs didn't behave like the Cubs we were used to in the books, so I sort of just gave it a, a pass and said it's not really not worth looking into. I also knew that some of the adaptations were fairly unfaithful to the books, but as we started looking and comparing a few of the a few of the books to the episodes, uh, specifically with the Space Grizzlies one, now that was the Berenstain Bears and the Bad Dream being one of my favorite books. Brian and I talked about the episode at the end of the show and the episode of the cartoon at the end of our show, and actually figured out that they had fixed a lot of the problems that the book had or changed the focus enough. And it did that TV magic so that it actually made a little bit more sense. There was a little more, it was a little more coherent. Its point was a little more obvious. And I started noticing that as I would go through and catch episodes on YouTube. So I'm going to take the time today to discuss two books, uh, The Berenstain Bears Go to School and The Berenstain Bears and The Sitter, which we covered over a year ago. And compare, well not even compare, just discuss the way they adapted these books to television. So let's begin with The Berenstain Bears Go to School. If you remember the book, it was basically sister was about to start kindergarten. She was nervous about it. So Mama Bear took her on a tour of the new kindergarten to meet the teacher and then she started school, and it was fine. That's pretty much the whole story. Uh, the episode, however, begins with brother and sister buying supplies for their upcoming school year. I need a new pencil case. Please hold this, brother. What? Hey, sis! Just for a minute. <sighs> I'm looking for one that's purple. <laughs> no kidding. Ugh. I want it to match my Barbie backpack. 
could you hurry up, please? Uh, sister's nervous because she's about to start the third grade. Now, remember, in the TV series, we had older cubs. So she's about to enter the third grade as opposed to kindergarten. She has teacher Jane coming up. And the arrival of Too Tall and his friends at the store uh, do nothing to assuage her fears. You sure you're old enough to go to school? Yes, I'm going into third grade with teacher Jane. <gasps> third grade? You hear that, guys? Wasn't third grade the worst grade ever? Oh, for sure. I still have nightmares about it. It was so hard. All those big numbers, whew. And long words. And teacher Jane sending us to the principal's office every day? She nearly failed the whole class. She did? Don't listen to them, sister. They're just trying to scare you. No way. You never had a brother. We did. I don't envy you, that's for sure. Come on, guys. You better have fun while you still can, kid. What a bunch of clowns. And uh, she gets so nervous that brother and mama help calm her nerves by reminding her of her first day of kindergarten, that she had a lot of fun, and that she even met Lizzie Bruin on the bus. Having remembered how far she had come since that first day, sister enters third grade with confidence. It is harder than second grade, but she realizes that Too Tall and his friends were exaggerating and that maybe they were the reasons their school experiences were so hard. Also, Papa bakes his first apple pie. Uh, okay, so if you're familiar with the book, you realize that this is a, a somewhat different story. Now, as far as Berenstain Bears and the Sitter goes, uh, in Berenstain Bears and the Sitter, we saw brother and sister were going to be left with uh, a new sitter who they didn't know. Uh, it was Mrs. Grizzle. Who lived down the street, and she was sort of a frightening, uh, powerful presence to the to the cubs. And they also had had bad run-ins with her, having in the past trampled her flowers when they were trying to get a ball out of her garden. Uh, so when she arrives for Mama and Papa to go to a town meeting, uh, the, the Cubs are wary of her, but she wins them over with her um, you know, expert babysitting skills, uh, scrubs their backs, sends them to bed, and they end up having her as their sitter uh, from then on. They, they love having her as their sitter. Now, the TV show is kind of the same, but it reframes the whole experience. Again, Brother and Sister Bear are older in the TV series. So it begins with Brother and Sister accidentally trampling um, Mrs. Grizzle's flowers while they're attempting to get their baseball. Uh, when Mama and Papa leave the Cubs in her care, they're so afraid of her recognizing them as the ones who ruined her garden that they attempt to hide from her the entire time. And finally, she coaxes them downstairs with cookies and teaches them to play tiddlywinks. Later, after they apologize and admit that they were the ones in her garden, she admits that she recognized them, but that she wasn't mad, and they offer to help fix her garden, and then they go outside to look at the stars. Now, Mama and Papa are at a town meeting where Papa is waiting to address the city council about the refreshments at the meeting. Mama tries calling home, but she gets no answer, so they leave only to find the cubs outside looking at the stars with Mrs. Grizzle. Now, both episodes are clearly inspired by the books whose titles they share, but altered in fundamental ways. Both adaptations have to take into account the advanced ages of the cubs in the TV series, so Go to School addresses this by making the plot of the book into essentially a mid-story flashback, although it's greatly condensed and altered. Uh, the sitter accomplishes this by changing the conflict the cubs are facing from being afraid of a babysitter to being afraid of being recognized by the babysitter. Also, Mama and Papa aren't worried about the cubs until no one answers the phone at the treehouse. Now, in both instances, the alterations make the story far more active than the books. 
Sister's fear of the third grade is triggered by her encounter with Too Tall rather than simple childhood anxiety. It's likened more to an apprehension about encountering new experiences than a fear of the unknown. The episode illustrates this further by having Papa apprehensive about tackling a homemade apple pie by himself. So in the end, the parallels are spelled out by Papa. Mama, did you make an apple pie? No. I made a pie. You made a pie, Papa? Yep. I figured if Sister could try something new, then so could I. Well, it smells great. And you know, it wasn't very tricky after all. It was as easy as, <laughs> well, pie. Whereas the book's theme is starting school may be scary, but don't worry, the grown-ups have got it all taken care of, the episode seems to be saying, you'll encounter new experiences all your life, going into them, reflect on your successes, and remember that good things come of trying new things. Those are two pretty different themes. Um, again, the, the, the book is it's very simple because it's, it's there for very small children to understand that they're going into a new situation, but don't be frightened. Trust your parents. The cartoon has to entertain, develop the characters a little bit, have more of an arc, and uh, deal with older kids. So it does that by making it into something that older kids will be more frightened of. And there's a nice little moment at the end where, uh, where Sister recalls what Too Tall Grizzly said to her. And, and she reflects on what he said and was like, you know what, I think I made the mistake of listening to Too Tall. It was a bit harder, but I guess I'm just getting smarter. <laughs> Too bad Too Tall can't say the same. The teacher took away his pea shooter and comic books. <laughs> Too Tall should have listened to me instead of you listening to him. And it's a nice moment. So it sort of ties several little tiny plot threads together and everyone, everyone learns a lesson. Now, in The Sitter, the book's message is something along the lines of your parents may need to leave you with an adult from time to time, but don't worry. Uh, the adult they leave you with is most likely someone you can trust. Pretty straightforward. In the television show, it seems to be saying something completely different. We have to apologize about something. We're the ones who wrecked your flowers. And knocked over your scarecrow. And sprayed you with the sprinkler. I'm sorry. Me too. It's more about owning up to your mistakes and giving people the benefit of the doubt. So the cubs don't get to know Mrs. Grizzle until they admit their errors. So I'd say that dramatically, Go to School comes out ahead of its book simply because the book is going for a very simple theme, trying to reassure kids that kindergarten won't be horrible. Whereas the show has to tell a story uh, with characters in conflict and uh, an older sister bear. And The Sitter is simply a shift in tone and direction. I wouldn't say it's better than the book. It just has a different agenda. And this is something that will reoccur over and over again in the PBS show, at least insofar as adaptation of the older series books go. And I think, I don't know anything about television writing. I've never worked in television. I don't know anything about children's book writing. I've never written a children's book. All I know is what I read and what I see. And while the series softens the characters a bit, the softening of them, and by softening I mean like you're not seeing brother and sister go nuts and throw temper tantrums in the, in the middle of the grocery store. But while it softens them a bit, levels them out a little bit more. It makes them far more consistent as characters. Uh, it gives them more action to play. Uh, we have some very good voice actors working in this show, and they're expressive, they're kind, and 
they listen and they really emphasize that in in the TV series. It's it's less about hey parents, here's some tips and tactics for dealing with problems your kids may cause and more about here's how to interact. Here's a good example of how to interact as a family. There will be conflicts, but there will also be, if you listen to one another, you can find creative ways to resolve them. And the sitter is especially potent because it shows that, and this is a lesson that is hard learned by children, but it shows that owning up to your mistakes is almost always going to have a positive effect. Not always, obviously, there are exceptions to the rule, uh, but it's easier in the long run to admit your mistakes, admit your errors, and move on from there. Brother and sister demonstrate this beautifully by, without prompting, telling Mrs. Grizzle that they were the ones who ruined her yard, and then offering, without prompting, to help repair it. Uh, Mrs. Grizzle. Uh, one of the things they also did was they ended up dragging her uh, sprinkler which when she looked out of the house, out of the front door, splashed her in the face. And Mrs. Grizzle says, you know, like, You mean you knew it was us? <laughs> of course. I know all the cubs in the neighborhood. And you're not mad? Oh, no one likes a cold shower, but I got over it. Once I found your ball, I figured out what was going on. It was an accident. Oh, sure it was. And I found that to be a nice way of putting it. She admits that she got angry. She admits that it did upset her, but she cooled down. And uh, and as adults, we're a little bit more forgiving than I think kids think we can be. And we've all we've been kids, and we're gonna we know that kids make mistakes. And so I like that this was they set up a conflict between an adult and two kids that the kids resolved without getting their parents involved. The parents never find out anything about this this issue between the Cubs and Mrs. Grizzle. Um, another fun thing about it is you get to see more of the town hall meeting. Uh, it's portrayed as a bit frivolous with a lot. It's vaguely Parks and Rec-esque because some of the complaints are a little like... In conclusion, I, Papa Q. Bear, demand that all of you, as elected members of our town council, act now to reverse this outrageous, short-sighted decision. Is it really that serious if they stop serving coffee and donuts, dear? They're refreshments. And a bear needs to be refreshed at these endless meetings. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, and it also helps illustrate that grown-ups are off doing things that are important for grown-ups. We talked about that. Uh, Linda and I talked about that in The Berenstain Bears and the Sitter when we covered the book. And uh, I, th I think the cartoon does a good job at, at showing. You know, it... It comedies it up a little bit for kids, but it doesn't undercut the importance the way the book kind of does by having Mama and Papa leave because they get so worried about the kids. Instead, it gives an actual prompt for Mama and Papa to be a little bit worried because no one's answering the phone at home. I couldn't get an answer at home. I'm worried that there's something wrong. <laughs> Let me assure you, gentlemen, you haven't heard the last of Papa Q Bear. Uh, so looking back, looking at these two episodes, I think they're a good illustration of the way the cartoon adapts books it adds uh more for the other characters to do it softens the conflict between the characters makes it a little more balanced makes papa less of a buffoon and more active in the decision making 
uh, brother and sister still have arguments. They still have fights. They still get into trouble and do things wrong, but they don't wildly break character the way they sometimes do in the books. Everyone's toned down a little bit, but that allows us not to get exhausted with them as characters. It allows them to not become caricatures. Too Tall Grizzly and his friends still wear clothes from the Great Depression, but they don't behave like vile gangsters. Instead, they behave like obnoxious kids as opposed to as opposed to yeah see we're gonna they, they don't go on again because we have a long-running tv show and you've got to keep these characters uh well in hand so that you don't burn out on them before the show even gets started so i'm going going forward i'm going to be taking a look periodically at more episodes of the show and i'll try to do it as we more along when we do the books but i'm going to be delving into the back catalog a little bit because I didn't do it when I first went through these books. So every once in a while, one of these episodes is going to pop up and we'll take a look at the Berenstain Bears adaptations on television because I kind of have a think it's fun. I think it's educational. I think it shows how books and TV are completely different mediums and require adaptation. And I like hearing little baby Michael Sarah, who is a very good actor, even in his youth, and continues to be one of Hollywood's shining stars today. That was a weird, kind of weird point to end on. But we all like Michael Sarah. He he doesn't mean any harm. Uh, so join me next time for more uh, fun and frolics. We will have more guests on. We will have some spooky books coming up uh, in a couple of weeks as we near the Halloween time. And you can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. I'm everywhere and anywhere. You can write to me at BerenstainBearCast at gmail.com if you, you know, have something private you want to say, uh, you know, like complaints, but you don't want to make them public because you're kind and polite. Or compliments, but you don't want to make them public because they are so gushing that they might ruin your reputation as a level-headed person i don't know tell your friends about the show we have a lot of fun doing it and by we i mean me and by me i mean i'm sitting on my couch by myself so thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you next time deep in bear country mrs grizzle mrs grizzle mrs grizzle Mrs. Grizzle. 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 Mrs. Grizzle, Mrs. Grizzle, Mrs. Grizzle, Mrs. Grizzle, Mrs. Grizzle.